0: Hey guys, it's Toe from the Next Gen Movement, and we are here with Chapter 29 with Ahmed Imam. Now, Ahmed has actually been a guest on before. He's probably the first of a recurring guest. He was Chapter 4, if you want to check him out. His story on diversity and how he was pretty much uh, disregarded in the job industry because of his background has really made an impact on LinkedIn, and his transformation... Um, is why we brought him back on because he spoke about how he's pivoted from being in the property game to more of the self-improvement game. Uh, he is one of the ambassadors for Success Resources, which hosts a lot of massive events with your Gary Vaynerchuks and your Richard Branson's and your Richard Kiyazaki's and just his journey on how he's gone to that, how he's found more alignment in himself and how he's built like a massive uh, social media presence so this is a pretty awesome episode would love to see, uh, gauge your thoughts on what you guys think um, now if you got any sort of like takeaways from this would love if you took a screenshot of this and tagged us on an Instagram story and feel free, feel free to tag Ahmed um, as well anyway um, feel free to enjoy the chapter and please um, subscribe and share with any friends and family who would get any value from this anyway take care and chat to you soon have a great day on purpose
1: welcome to next gen movement our sole mission to empower tomorrow's leaders by harnessing and unleashing collective wisdom lessons and experiences of thought leaders within the community
2: so this week on the next gen movement we have Ahmed Amman Ahmed is one of our original guests in the Next Gen Movement. On this chapter, we discuss how he leveraged being real vulnerable, discussing big topics to ultimately move out of property strategy to find his ultimate passion, and now he is aligned himself with success resources. We'd love to cue you in on this conversation and welcome our guest, Ahmed Imam.
1: It's a pleasure to be back, mate. Thank you very much. And um, it's amazing how much has changed since we last spoke.
2: Yes, it, it definitely is. And I think I'll jump right into it. Uh, I read one of your posts today or even maybe yesterday around pursuing your passion and how this ultimately leads to your X Factor. And I think this is very relevant for you. And we've had that conversation when we had a lunch. I think we we're having sushi around uh, your, your journey prior to where you're at and uh, what you were looking to do with your future. And I think you're a great example of uh, that leveraging um, passion and purpose to ultimately move towards your X Factor. Can you unpack, Ahmed, by uh, a little bit about what you meant by that?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we we decided to discuss the topic of X Factor on our show. Uh, myself and Michael Lane have a show called Level Up where we just help people level up, essentially. Um, and one of the topics that came up was the topic of the X Factor. And um, we soon realized it was just one of those topics that no one quite knows what it means. Um, you know, like when you say someone has the X factor or if someone has the X, X factor, what does that actually mean? And so we decided to try and unpack it, give it a definition, um, give it a process um, and just really, really simplify it. And so what I touched on with the X factor was, was this, that your X factor is guided by your purpose and then your purpose should then be guided by your passion. You know, as in, if you want people to see the x factor in you and you want to exhibit the x factor then you have to be guided by your purpose and your purpose should be guided by your passion if that x factor is actually going to shine through Um, and so i wanted to simplify it as easy as that Um, and the reason is based on that definition everybody has the x factor but not everybody actually exhibits it You know, and the sad reality is that if we're talking about passions, um, if we're talking about actually living a life that is true to you and doing something that is meaningful to you, I asked the audience, what is it that actually gives you energy? You know, what is that one thing that when you do it makes you more energetic and makes you happier? Um, you know, it doesn't feel like work and time passes very, very quickly. Like what is that one thing for you? And when you think about that one thing and you're guided by that and you allow that to then govern your purpose, the X factor will absolutely shine through because you're living in your purpose. You're living with your passion and you're talking about something with absolute conviction because you not only love doing it, um, but it is you, it is part of you. And so um, some interesting statistics out of that was just how many people um, actually live a life that is not only not true to them, but you know, they work in an occupation that makes them miserable. You know, so for example, if we take a, a normal lifetime, 33% of our lives we spend working. You know, can you imagine sp- spending 33% of your life doing something that makes you miserable you know, waking up every single morning to, to go do something that you hate and that's 33% of your life, you know, it works out to be 90,000 hours, you know, so, I mean, we have the opportunity to spend so much more of our lives with more energy and happier if we simply just tune into whatever it is that passion is. And a lot of the time it doesn't really um, resonate with what people's current occupations are. You know, I was saying that you could be the CEO of a multinational corporation, but your passion could be gardening, right? Or, or you could be an accountant and your passion might be collecting baseball cards, you know, but truly aligning yourself with whatever that passion is and then creating a purpose around that will no doubt have your X Factor shine through. That's uh, fascinating um, because when we, when we
0: first had you on um, last year, obviously the main topic was around that post you did around diversity. And it's, it seems like that post kind of really set, um, has really set the scene for you. Um, and even speaking on like X Factor just, just then you, you were in like uh, a property strategist, I believe. And you've seemed to fall into your passion right now. I guess yes. to, I, I'm curious myself, cause I've been watching your journey from afar um, it's, it's quite fascinating how much growth you've had, to say the least. How, like, I guess, if you can give it in a quick synopsis, like how has that journey been from um, being a property strategist to, I guess, working for success resources? And obviously that company works with some of the biggest names, um, whether it's in motivational and inspirational speaking and um, big, big names. I know like Gary Vaynerchuk and Richard Branson and uh, Kiyosaki and all those big names.
1: Yeah, we're very blessed to to be working um, with Success Resources and, and alongside some just incredible thought leaders. Um, I mean, people that, that I have actually looked up to, um, you know, my entire life. Um, so it's it's just it's incredible to be surrounded by that right now. Um, the last twelve months especially have been a incredible growth journey for me. Um, and if I can put that down to one thing. Um, or a couple of things actually. One has been my journey on LinkedIn, which has given me a lot more confidence to really dive deep into um, what it is that I like to do, and what it is that I like to talk about, and what it is that people see in me that I can assist with. Um, and I, I remember, I remember RJ, you and I were speaking about this previously um, in terms of um, LinkedIn, and um, you know, when when we all met. I was a property strategist. I was in the property game. Um, you know, my role was to talk about property and property investment. And although there's a part of me that yes is is a little passionate about that, does it set my world on fire? Absolutely not. Uh, thinking about it now, it actually bores me to tears. Um, but I found that as I was creating content on LinkedIn, I wasn't talking about property. I was talking about self improvement. I was I was talking about growth, I was talking about optimism, I was talking about kindness. Um, I was talking about my journey, I was talking about confidence. Um, it had nothing to do with property. and I found that people were starting to follow me and gravitated towards me because I added value in those areas, not within property. And um, when you combine that with the fact that I was very lucky to work with a business coach that gave me very, um, I mean just incredible clarity on me. On my past, um, and because of my past, how I can best serve people. Um, so what I mean by that is, I've I've had a, a you know a, a pretty difficult past and and childhood. I'm not going to touch on it, but it involved a lot of bullying, um, and as a result of the bullying and long term bullying, um, you know I had my confidence crushed. Um, my my self worth was you know non existent. Uh, my opinion of myself was just so low that. Um, you know, sometimes it hurts even talking about it. Um, and that was all as, as a result of bullying. And I went through a journey, a journey of like 10 to 15 years to, to build my confidence and learn to look people in the eyes again and, and you know, learn to forgive myself and appreciate myself. Um, and um, and that's, that's all been part of my growth journey. Um, and that's something that I have, you know, been able to talk about and openly talk about. But working with this business coach has, allowed me to almost resurrect um, those moments from the past and turn those pain points into my biggest strength. You know, sometimes the pain that you go through is a, you know, a signal from the universe that lets you know how you can best serve people. You know, and for me, I truly believe that I can best serve people by helping people, um, you know, destroy their doubts, build their confidence, build their courage. Um, And that's a process that I went through Um, And so the business coach allowed me to understand exactly what my core values were, exactly what my mission was, exactly what my audience was, exactly how I can best serve people, and also um, how I align with all that. And once I got clarity on that, and once I felt like I was in complete alignment um, with what it is I was supposed to be doing, everything shifted. I mean, it, it really did. Um, my video content started to become even more authentic. I had a lot more people start to reach out to me, um, that had similar problems that I could help them through. And I then realized that I could no longer be in a property game. Like, I mean, (laughs) how could I continue being, being in a property game and speak about something every single day that I just am not passionate about, or I just, I just have no care for anymore. Um, while all this other stuff is happening in the back end. And so I made a decision to transition um, late last year from property to self-improvement and how that worked is I was following the managing director of success resources, Michael Lane on LinkedIn probably for a good 12 months um, prior to connecting with him. And I simply reached out to him via LinkedIn and I said, look, um, just in a message, I said, "Look, I'd love to jump on a call um, if you have if you have some time. Um, you know, I feel that we can potentially do something together." And uh, you know, to my surprise, he said, "Sure, yeah, let's jump on a call." And and we had a call. And um, on the call, I started off by saying, uh, "You know, Michael, I, I love what you do. I love what you stand for. I love the people that you work with. Um, you know, I'm all about self improvement myself. Um, I would love to be involved with SR and yourself in some capacity." And his response was um, incredible and it shows, you know, just how much of a humble and kind leader he is. Um, he just responded with, look, Ahmed, I've been following your journey for the last 12 months. I know what you're all about. I know what you stand for. Let's make something happen. And uh, and that's how it started.
2: Wow. It's, it's incredible. I think just, you know, I'm, you know, referring to that diversity post and, and to watch the evolution of Ahmed it's It's like we've watched it unfold in front of us. And I'll I have to say your business coach, coaches is obviously amazing. And I think what you've been able to do and you're consistent with your message has been phenomenal. And I think one thing that <clears throat> I'd like to ask you, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, and I know there's probably no formula on this, but how much of people's linking content should really be about who they are and documenting their values and their their i suppose their their passions and their purpose and versus kind of you know that traditional approach of talking about their product and and I guess that then leads back to where you were at when you were at um in the property game mm-hmm. like did you have this idea of commercialization or was it more letting the community know who you were and commercialization may happen and I think people tend to be buried on that and some may even be confused on the use of LinkedIn I think you're better placed than anyone to comment on that bro
1: yeah look when I started off no I wasn't thinking about commercialization I wasn't thinking about building a strong brand or, or building a following or a community or anything like that um, for me um content creation was just really an extension of my confidence and a way for me to jump out of my comfort zone and and just try and do something that i hadn't done before create content you know put myself in front of video and and try and educate or entertain or uplift people through through video um my very first um major video the one that we spoke about previously where i spoke about diversity and i was really vulnerable in relation to um, a story that that I, I experienced and we don't need to go through that. It's on a previous episode. Um, I put that as almost my breakthrough video um, and I use breakthrough video in inverted commas because um, it sounds a bit strange to say that, but it's, it's the video that put me on the LinkedIn map. Um, and it's also the video that gave me the confidence um, to realize that, you know what, really tapping into you, you know, really tapping into what's real to you um, is appreciated you know it it builds so much trust it's incredible and that's what that video did um it pulled me on a linkedin map by building a lot of trust with people um and uh, i mean it, it it gave me confidence to continue that journey but to answer your question i mean how much of your content needs to revolve around your values and all those things that i discussed i mean every single piece of content should revolve around it and I don't mean that the subject matter of every single piece of content should be your values and and some sort of vulnerable story. No, but that's the foundation. You know, you can't you can't actually stand for something unless you realise what your core values are, um, what your mission is. Um, you know, what it is that you can serve people with, um, and connecting your life experiences. Um, you know, to put you at a, at a moment where everything that you've been through has been for a reason right i mean so so what is that reason and once you actually connect with that and then you build that foundation you'll find that every single piece of content that you put out whether it's selling a product or service will have so much more passion and conviction attached to it because you're doing it for a high purpose and you understand what that purpose is Um, and that's when everything changed for me i mean and it probably changed about let's say six to nine months ago and even more. So over the last, uh, let's say, you know, four or five months as I've been directly involved with success resources and I feel like I've just been living what I'm supposed to be living. Um, it now resonates in every single piece of content that I put out.
0: With, um, you you touched on before Ahmed with like understanding your core values and I think that's important. That's, that's foundational. That's building a business. That's building ourselves. Now, hypothetically, if someone listening has found is in like a a dead end job and they're ready to pivot like yourself and they've found out what their strengths are, they found out what they stand for, their core values, but they have a ton of fear holding them back. They have Mm -hmm. all these stories that they're telling themselves going, I'm not worth it, Mm -hmm. Um, not feeling powerful, like I'm feeling powerless Um, I'm feeling they've got all this attachment, like, and as we get older, we're a lot more risk averse. Um, what do you say to those people where is like an unriddling
1: fear holding them back? I would start off small and just understand that it's a long-term game. You know, I mean, if, if I can go back to, to my journey, I literally reached a stage where my confidence was so crushed. I had so much fear and self doubt that I couldn't even look people in the eyes when I spoke to them. Um, I mean, that's, that's how low I was. Um, And that was 15 years ago. It took me about 10 to 15 years to, to build up the character that you see now, you know, the, the confident character, the character that is positive and optimistic and sure of himself. Um, That that was a process, you know? So my message is it's not something that's going to happen overnight. There's no quick cure for this. You know, you're not going to put on a, a self, you know, a self-help tape or read a self-help book, and all of a sudden you're a different person. It requires practice, you know, and it requires daily practice to build a muscle, just like anything else. You know, so for example, for me to build confidence, over the course of ten to fifteen years, I would just, I would volunteer for things that would absolutely terrify me. I was terrified of public speaking, and I would I knew that, and I knew that going through a process where I would challenge myself, um, that I would grow from that. So I would do things like volunteer to MC, um, you know, my friend's wedding, um, or volunteer to do sales presentations, um, or just volunteer to speak publicly any opportunity I could. It absolutely terrified me at the time. I mean, absolutely terrified me, but the feeling that I had afterwards from accomplishing that and building credibility with myself, it was incredible, you know, and, and that compounds bit by bit. I mean, it just slow incremental growth, um, over years, um, and it's, it got to a stage where, you know, if you do that for 10, 15 years, um, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Um, what can become of that? I mean, and, and right now, I mean, I'm, I'm not only not fearful of public speaking. I love it. You know, I get a buzz from it. I anticipate it. You know, I, I live for it now. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, that's, it's practice and i'd love to sit here and say that i did something quick to make that happen but i didn't i just day in day out um, worked to overcome that fear and, and perfect the craft
2: That's an amazing answer ahmed so what is what is the direction of ahmed what's ahmed 2022 2023 look like where are we going on this journey with you, bro. Because I—I I, I mean, you may not even know, but uh, we're keen to get some insight here.
1: Yeah. Look, through this process, I've been able to get clarity on on my mission. And my mission is is twofold. And one, my mission is to help a million people destroy their doubt and build the confidence and courage they need to live their best life. And two, um, it's more of a macro mission, and it's going to sound strange, but it's it's simply to make the world a kinder place. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two things um, are just so true to me. Um, and they just resonate with, with everything that I stand for. You know, one, because I've been through my own confidence journey. Um, I know what it feels like to feel absolutely worthless. Um, it sucks. You know, it, it's, it's, it's quite possibly the worst feeling. I, I remember days coming back from school after having been bullied for so long. And I'm, I'm talking about, you know, 10 years worth of bullying you know, when you start your day feeling low and then you go through that day being bullied again and, and, you know, and you just feel like you're being stomped into the ground. I mean, you come home at at, at a different low level. Um, there are days where I remember I was so ashamed of being bullied, um, that I would come home, pretend everything's fine, lock myself in the bathroom and just cried out, you know? So, I mean, I I know what those low self-worth feelings look like and I want to help people through that. Um, in terms of kindness, Um, I really want to showcase kindness by example, you know, and again, you know, I'm passionate about kindness because I know what it's like, um, you know, to have felt unkindness, you know, to have, you know, have people be unkind to me. Um, And so it all ties into the same piece, but I would love to help people through that process. Um, And right now I'm doing that by using content creation as a vehicle. Um, and that's just one vehicle, but I'd like to use many vehicles going forward. Um, and and even when I talk about this stuff, it, it excites me, um, and and that's that's how I know it's it's right. It's something that I'm going to continue pursuing. So over the next three, four, five years, you're going to see me trying to build confidence, courage, and kindness on a much much larger scale.
0: Mate, I am going to be watching that from afar. Mm. Um, I think that's incredibly stupendous and astounding um and i actually do remember you putting that as a post not too long ago going in you quoted my mission is to make this world a kinder in capital letters and in place and it's it's fascinating how you've been able to turn um, a negative into a positive or you've managed to turn it's almost like adversity university I don't know if that's a thing but like, Oh I was, wow, I
2: like that too. That's amazing. I, I love that as well. <laughs> yeah, really I, I
1: literally just came up with that and it's it it literally That's good shit. <laughs> yeah, it's great That's shit, a, right? that's, a, that's a separate podcast right there.
2: I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, uh I don't we have a separate segment now? Um Can
1: we
2: could we could we copyright that shit, man, or what? <laughs> I've
1: I have i have already written it down. Oh now.
2: no.
1: <laughs> I've written um, I've written a TM next door, so
2: he's gonna he's gonna take a global, global, good, global <laughs>
0: um it might have to be a separate venture with you guys and uh, success success resources and extra <laughs> But um as You're we start really to um, yeah, as, as we start to wrap things up, um man, it's always a pleasure having a chat with you. I know the first time we spoke we the after that we all discussed and said look we've got to have him on again just That's because right. it's yours like i am got goosebumps even thinking about it because i i think the the three of us ourselves can relate to the whole diversity and what it's like to be an outlier and be bullied because of our, our background and the fact that you are creating so much impact and you can just tell you're very authentic in the way you speak and what you stand for as well. Um, I'm very grateful for the work that you do. Um, and before we start to, um, wrap things up to the very end, mate, like what, where can people find you? Um, how can people get in touch? Tell us like something that you would like to promote or you've got something coming up.
1: Yeah, sure. Look you. You can find me on, on social media, currently LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Um I've got the same social media handle all across all, and that's at the Armadie Mam. That's at the Armadie Mam. I'm probably most, well, I'm definitely most active on on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, feel free to shoot me through a message. Um, let's connect, let's chat. Um, I really appreciate your kind words there. Um and, and it means a lot to me because that's that's just what I'm all about. Um and for me, you know, I'm not I'm not speaking as an expert, <laughs> you know, I'm not speaking as someone that has um absolute expertise in all these topics i'm just talking about my growth journey you know and, and for me i'm just i'm just growing every single day and i just feel blessed um to be able to grow and, and learn something and, and and feel like i'm tapping into um, what i'm supposed to be tapping into and I'm, I'm, I'm aligning with what i'm supposed to be aligned with um, it's just an incredible feeling and so you know through through my content through these interviews I just want to take people on my journey and, and, and hopefully some people can be inspired by it and, and do the same. But um, it's just all about growth for me.
2: And what we'll do, Ahmed, is we'll end on our final question. Um, we always ask every guest and we asked you last time, if you could impart one piece of game changing advice to the next generation, what would that advice be, bro?
1: Um, I'll tell you what, um, the advice that I always go to, um I actually got from Wayne Dyer, um, the, the spiritual coach. Um, and that advice is don't die with your music still in you.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's,
0: yeah, that's good. That's good. That's very thought-provoking,
1: isn't it? Mm. I think it ties into what we were speaking about as well. You know, like if if you've if you've got something in you, you know, and and when we talk about that one thing that we're all supposed to be doing, that one thing that we all want to be doing, everyone tends to know what that is. Um, It's important that we don't let time pass and that we don't die without having done that. You know, so that's that's what constantly keeps reminding me and gives me motivation to continue doing what I'm doing. so that we can all show the world our gifts, you know, we can all exhibit that X factor. We can all be superheroes, um, but don't die with your music still in you.
2: Well, mate, we we really are grateful for your time, Ahmed. You're uh, you're a good friend, mate, and uh, you've always been um, great insight for me in terms of just you know, advice, knowledge, and um, we're really happy to have had you. And I I'm sure that, that the guests and uh, and uh, and uh, our audience are going to really enjoy listening to uh, to you.
1: Thank you, mate. I really appreciate being here and happy to come on anytime. I appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Take care, man. All the best. See you, Ahmed. Bye-bye. Bye.